So welcome everyone for the virtual cafe today. And uh, yeah, it is good to have Claudia. Uh, she's not a teacher, but she's a student. And um, it is a very authentic uh, experience what she has uh, uh, in her school with this a lot of uh, changes. Okay, now time is yours, Claudia. Uh, you can start your presentation. Hello, Samuanya. My name is Claudia. Um, I'm in year 12 and I'll be doing the presentation today. Okay, so I go to school in Australia, in Perth. I'm currently in year 12. And these are the things, just a little bit about me. These are the things I love doing. I love running, biology, swimming, music, uh, gardening. And in year 12, I'm studying the IB program that a lot of you might know as the International Baccarat program. And some of the subjects I take are language and literature, Indonesian, uh, biology, geography, mathematics, film, extended essay, and theory of knowledge. And at school, I'm also the school captain for the environment. So today, um, in so right now during COVID-19, as all of you know, everything has shifted from physical school learning into online learning. So today I'll just be talking a little bit about my experience, my personal experience, and also what we're doing uh, in class and the perspective as a year 12, because obviously in year 12, we're entering our last exams. Um, so it's kind of a very up and down kind of experience. So. Uh, the school context is, uh, personally, in my school, we all have access to technology. So uh, everyone in year 7 and to year 12 is issued a school-owned laptop. In this case, we're all given a MacBook that we can all bring home. So it's basically ours, but the school owns it. They have their own software on it. And everyone in junior school, because our school ranges from years 1 till year 12, um, people in, uh, in junior school are given an iPad instead of a laptop. And our normal school time is 8.35 till 3.25, because I know in Indonesia, a lot of schools start quite early, 6.30, I'm pretty sure. And um, our classes consist of six times 50-minute class periods with around 40 minutes for lunch and 20 minutes for recess. So the, I'll be running through three main steps of how we came from being a 100% physical classroom into a 100% online classroom. So the first step was the in-class trial. And so two weeks before the school was closed, um, so we had news uh, like from news that coronavirus is happening, but we had no idea that the school was going to close. It was kind of up in the air. We weren't even sure if it was going to be a real thing um, that schools were going to be closed because, of course, it's unprecedented. But uh, we started trialing early. So we used an application called Microsoft Teams and we got explained uh, in class, in our physical classes, on how it worked. And then we did a trial session. So we dedicated one lesson in our normal classroom time that we'd usually use for a lesson to go through Microsoft Teams. And I'll show you later how Microsoft Teams actually works. 
but Microsoft Teams is an application where you can have discussion forums, where you can talk to your teachers, talk to your classmates, collaborate, um, use a whiteboard, but I'll show you that later. So we dedicated one period in our um, normal online class to try it out basically. So our teacher would go out of the classroom and our students would stay in the classroom, turn on Microsoft Teams, and then we would have a normal lesson, but just online. And then the second step was the blended class trial. So in the second week, a lot of students started staying home voluntarily. There was no school rule that said you had to stay home. There was no government rule that said you had to stay home. But uh, many parents chose to keep their students at home, which included myself. Uh, so what this period was, was it was a two-way kind of classroom. So some people were still in the physical classroom being taught by the teacher, but there were also students at home learning from home. So what this, it was, I know that this is a lot for the teachers because they're teaching as well, while also accommodating to the students at home. So what they did, instead of completely going online learning, they um, did a video call and online students were still accountable for their learning. So their attendance was still taken every lesson. And our lesson outlines and tasks would be published on Sector, which I'll show you later. And uh, the video call was still a classroom interaction. So students in the classroom were still able to ask questions with the teacher in the physical classroom. Students in the video call at home were able to talk to their classmates, to the people still at school. And then the video usually was attached to the front class smart board. So it was either airplayed or plugged into the screen at the front. So the whole class could basically see you from the front. The third step was when the whole school was completely closed and all students were learning from home. This is when the actual online learning started and some teachers were teaching from home and uh, mostly those who were vulnerable. And then a lot of other teachers were still at school, but there were no students. So there were a few things that changed in this third week where there were full online classes. So uh, classes are usually period one till period six, as I said before, 50 minutes. But instead, the classes were now period one till period four. So classes would um, finish just before lunch, where the teachers would actually teach you online. But periods five and six, um, there were no classes then, and they were instead designated study and clarification periods. So as a summary, Class uh, step one was the in-class trial where it was 100% physical class, but we were doing the demo for the technology that we would to, uh, that we would use if we were to do full online class. Step two was the blended class calls where um, 50 around 50% or 40% of the class was still at school, and then 50% to 40% was still at home. Uh, were at home and then step three was when the school was closed and we did full online classes. The main platforms that we used in online learning, so in step three here, was Microsoft Teams, emails and sector and 
Microsoft Teams is something we use on a daily basis um, that started only when online learning um, started, but Sector has been used ever since I've been at school, ever since I've been in year seven and emails obviously constantly for communication with teachers and classmates. The So I'll run through Microsoft Teams because Microsoft Teams is similar to maybe Padlet or Edmo or Google Classroom. And I'll show you some of the features that we use to structure our class um, classes. So this here is the discussion forum where we do two things. One, uh, he gives us uh, our teacher, he or she may give us our lesson outline which is usually the exact same thing that is also in sector, which I will show later. And it's also to take attendance. So attendance is taken from period one till period four. And taking attendance is, I will show you, uh, this is how we take attendance. I think it's just easier if I show you exactly how we do it. So this is Microsoft Teams. All these tiles here are my classes, each of the classes that I take, including this, which is my house tutor group. And I'll show you an example. So the example there that I showed you was language and literature. So basically English. Every time we have a class, we select this. And then we sign in by saying here, simply like that saying here and there is a thread that says here and we all reply to it within the five minutes that class starts. So this class started at 8.55 and so we would have to fill it in by eight, uh, by nine o'clock. If you don't say you're here by five uh, nine o'clock, you get an email from the admin basically saying you're not present there. So that's the discussion forum here. And in the discussion forum here, we are able to see lesson outlines. For example, yesterday, uh, the 29th of April, this was our class. This is exactly what we had to do. It's outlined here. And then we have all the documents that we can look through. So right now we are um, practicing uh, exam papers because next week we have an exam. This and our teacher gives us the outline. Um, on this discussion forum, we are also given any announcements or anything important that he has to address to our whole class. The second feature of Microsoft Teams that we use a lot is the video call, uh, is the shared white, uh, the shared whiteboard. So this is very important in classes, especially biology or mathematics. So obviously, because a lot of the things, let's say in maths is written on a whiteboard. So this example here is a video call in my maths class. And this whiteboard here is actually a, the teacher here screen sharing one note, um, the one note drawing pad. And at the same time, he's able to show his video as well as explaining it in real time. And the second feature that we use a lot is recording lessons. So this is something that I'm very thankful for that we have because um, by recording lessons, the people who can record lessons are teachers as well as students. 
and we don't have to record from the very beginning, but we can record from any time during our video call. And what that does is, let's say you're absent for that specific lesson, you can look back. You can look back at what you missed and you won't be missing out anything because you can basically click the record button, uh, not the record button, sorry. You can play the play button after it records. So for example, here, um, this class was recorded, uh, let's see, yesterday. And so it tells you all the people that were present and you just click it here and it will stream up from the lesson yesterday. It's taking, it's taking a while. <laughs> There we go. The subject report um, from 2018. What I've done is I've highlighted either strengths or weaknesses. So that was our lesson yesterday that was recorded. And what it does is, uh, so one, if you're absent, you can always look back. Two, let's say you have students that aren't concentrating the whole time or you're distracted or you may be focusing on a different area than the teacher's talking about in that certain time. This recording and that playback um, opportunity is very helpful. The third thing is, as I mentioned before, our lesson outlines are given in the discussion forum in Microsoft Teams, but also Sector. So if for those of you who don't know what Sector is, I'll show you what Sector is. Um, here. This is Sector. Uh, does anyone here know what Sector is? No? No, maybe we should explain. Okay. All right. Um, so this is Sector. Uh, basically, you have access to all your assessments, all your courses, uh, your reports, and your timetable. Those are the main things. So for example, in your courses, Let's say I take uh, English and then I click. So this whole, all these dates and all these weeks, this is all a timeline of all our classes. And let's say I want to go to the one today, 30th April. Look, this is exactly what we did today and all the documents that were relevant to what we did today as well. So Secta is a very important uh, tool, not only in online learning, but in day-to-day -day learning. Uh, because we're able to access um, assessments and our grades, which is in this section here, which I might not show, so it might not be very good, but I'll also show you this timetable section, which is, so today, Thursday, yes. Today, all these classes you can see is what I had today from period one to period four. And so period one, this means TCHR means teacher directed and self-directed means that the teacher is not physically, uh, I mean not physically, is not teaching you by video. You have your own time to study and these ones the teacher are um, teaching you directly, so by video call. And these spaces here means you have free time, which usually means more study. Um, so that sector which shows you the lesson outlines, also gives you a full timeline in case you want to make any plans or any calendars and homework. So I know that at home, 
students may not have accountability um, and we may forget to hand in homework and we may not be accountable for like let's say the teacher gives your homework do unit 6.1 and do the answers um, so instead they've created this thing on sector so I'll show you on sector how they make us accountable for our assessments so let's say biology our test here uh, homework assignments in our submission submission here so we're able to submit stuff for example i submitted this picture of what i did our homework was to draw a ventilation system so you just upload it and then or our homework is to draw a blood artery um a pulmonary artery and show diff show a diagram the teacher is able to see what date you submitted it and what time you submitted it as well so that's the accountability and the yeah so that is about sector and microsoft teams if you have any questions just put them in the chat and i can reply to them at the end so for taking attendance as i said before students reply to a thread that usually a teacher a conversation thread that a teacher or a student might start by saying here if, and they have to reply within five minutes of class time um, the five minutes within when class starts or you're recorded as absent the other one is assessments so assessments are structured a bit differently um, because Obviously, you don't have a teacher, which you would usually have at school to make sure you don't cheat, to make sure um, you do it in the correct time. So what they do is a format that I tried out. Well, we tried out, especially in my subject, for example, biology is a test date and time is set, for example, 1230, 4th of March, 2020. And then during that time, that exact time and date, the test is sent through the email to students. When the email is sent through, um, there are certain rules that have to be followed. And for example, my bio, I have a biology test and my biology test is let's say one hour. So it starts at 12.30, obviously finishes one hour is 1.30. So what I do is I get an email, for example, this, in this next slide, I get an email from the teacher at 12, uh, 12.25. And then after that, I have to start at 12.30. Uh, I have to read all these test conditions, make sure I follow them because if I don't follow them, I get a zero. And then after that, you submit it online. So what you do is, um, I'm trying to show how we submit it online. So here's how I submitted it online. I submitted it here in the student submissions. The teacher is able to see what time I've submitted in. I submitted it in and if it's late, obviously it's redundant. And any uh, external files like things that I can't actually do on my laptop, I give as an attachment. So that's how you submit assessments. Um, so obviously emails. This is all the rules given for every single subject because obviously you can't cheat and you have to follow these rules. 
and guidelines. And yeah, so that's for assessments. Second thing is ongoing feedback. So obviously with every system, you can always improve and you always have to improve. And the only way you can do that is by getting feedback. But also one thing that we get as students is support. And I guess you could call it pastoral care. So what we get is a leadership staff, a video call students one-to-one. So leadership staff include head of curriculum, for example, head of international, uh, the international baccalaureate program, or the head of waste, which, which is the head of our Australian curriculum, if you're not doing IB, or head of senior school. And then what they do is they do a video call with you through Microsoft Teams. And with the video call, they discuss things as, for example, how are you going in your academic? Is there any, in, in your academics, is there anything we can support you with? For example, um, any support lessons, or if you have any issues with your laptop, uh, they give you advice on how to fix it, or if they can't fix it, they um, book you a, an appointment at school to fix it at school. So you can come in and talk to the tech guys. The second thing for feedback is the online learning satisfaction survey. So this survey is sent to all staff and all students and all parents. So two weeks ago, we had a holiday, but the week before, so last term, so here we, our school is divided by four terms. So last term was term, the end of term one, and now this week is term two. So at the end of term one, which we have already done online learning for around two weeks, we were all given a satisfaction survey where we filled in um, the things we were happy with, the things we were not so happy with, and any feedback that we had. And the results were very good. There was, I think, 100% satisfaction from all staff and around 80 to 85% satisfaction from students and parents. And some of the things that they changed from last term to this term online learning was previously we had to as students we had to sign in and take attendance for periods five and six which we as students thought that this was not this was kind of a waste of time because it would be interrupting whatever we were doing in period five and six because it's obviously self-study or it would be flexible like you do whatever you want for example exercise um do some sport, which would which is very good for your well-being as much as your academics. And so what they changed this term is obviously they went on that feedback and you only have to take attendance from periods one to four. So extracurricular. So as I said at the very beginning, one of the things that I love so much is music. I play the double bass and Music is usually something that I look forward to every week, but uh, with online learning, obviously I can't bring a double bass to school because it's very big and I can't have my lessons, which I usually have. So on a usual basis, I usually have a 40 minute lesson once a week during lunchtime at this building, a music building, but during COVID, the I found that there were some silver linings to online music lessons. One is the greater flexibility, uh, flexibility 
to do lessons in the afternoon after school or during a class if we have a study period so during periods five or six and having this flexibility of um, doing music lessons not only at lunch but also after school so school finishes at 3 25 and let's say i have a music i would like to have a music lesson at 4 p.m that's very doable the music is usually on a book and usually both me and my teacher would be looking at it at my music stand at the same time but instead now they're um it obviously uh, digital PDFs and we if we ever have to do any like fingering or any writing for let's say uh, up or down bows or any like numbers or anything it's very easy with features such as the PDF um, on Acrobat to write write it down and make notes on it and also if the teacher, let's say I had a new piece that my teacher doesn't necessarily have, I can just screen share on Microsoft Teams. So all our video calls in our online learning, sorry if I didn't say it before, is uh, online, uh, is on Microsoft Teams. And by screen sharing, we have access to it both at the same time. Um, any additional info? Let's see. Um, with online learning, we actually have more access to our teachers because we don't have to uh, physically wait for them or we don't have to, um, we don't have, uh, yeah. So we, we basically have more access to teachers from period one to six and we don't have to wait for the emails or anything. Usually they're online all day from periods one to six. And what I think is really important about online learning is communication. Very clear and consistent communication is important. Not usually communication is between just students and teachers, but I feel like um, with online learning, there has been an improvement with our school's communication with our parents, which is very important because obviously students, teachers and parents need to be involved um, through make the learning experience uh, much more engaging oh and also while i'm talking about engaging so online learning can seem very boring for a lot of students because it's a lot of hours in front of your laptop but uh, some features for example using microsoft teams being able to comment on your classmates um, comments just little features like that for example my house tutor group is here we every morning um there's a question that our house tutor does she asks a question we all answer um and we can all give them like little emojis that makes it engaging just those little things being able to appreciate those little things and during our classes for example biology we may play quizlet live so Quizlet Live is actually a website which you can make flashcards and uh, by being, by like during our biology class, we have a code that we all join and we converse each other virtually. It's very, it gets very competitive, it's very fun. And those are just some of the small things that make online learning very engaging. So as a summary, these are a few positives and negatives that I've found from online learning and how it has some of the things that made it high quality and an engaging learning experience. So some of the positive things are one, it gives greater flexibility. 
Uh, I find myself that I have much more time to uh, spend with my family because usually my school is very far from home. So I spend a lot of time traveling. Uh, so now I can just focus on academics and doing things I enjoy like and trying new things. For example, I had more time to try things like yoga or I had I've been able to have more time to help around the house um, or learn the guitar. And two is uh, independent learning skills and accountability, uh, especially in high school. Uh, we can't always be, you know, face to face in real life. Let's say in university, a lot of our learning will be independent, especially because in university, our classes are much bigger. Let's say it can go up to a hundred, I'm sure. So this will teach us independent learning skills and also how to use technology. For example, Microsoft Teams, Sector, uh, using Quizlet, that will best um, engage us in our own personal learning. And accountability as well is helped with those devices such as Sector, where we submit our homework and where we have to take attendance. Um, number three that I found about online learning that was good was the available support. So we have been given support from our parents because they've been given the communication from our curriculum leaders and also support from the very beginning before online learning was a thing. So from the very beginning where we were trialing it, so it wasn't bang, like that's online learning. We started a uh, little by little by um, testing it out, uh, trial and error. There were some errors in the beginning part, for example, some students I know it's very simple, but some students um, had no idea how to work the microphones or that they didn't know that when you turned on the video call, your whole, wherever you are, your whole environment would be amplified in the whole video call because your microphone would be sharing with everyone. Um, those are just some things that we worked on, which helped by having it from, uh, from the very beginning and testing out, for example, Microsoft Teams from the very beginning. Number four is the constant feedback one that we're able to give to the people who are making the lesson who the give to the teachers who are making the lesson plans for us but also for the teachers to give us feedback on how we can become better students and how we can become more engaged and participate and number five is online learning has given us a larger way way larger access to learning resources um, for example, before we were already using a lot of our learning was online based in class. So it was a mixture and we used um, applications such as Sector. But having a larger access to learning resources such as more on Teams and more on files, being able to, for example, me and my friends learn biology by drawing diagrams together on this uh, website called Scribble Pictionary. And we draw things and we all have to guess what it is. It's very fun, but basically we're figuring out and finding online uh, on the internet, new ways of learning and engaging with each other. But there were also some negatives that I found, which is one, um, obviously the lack of face-to-face -face learning. I know that online learning is not for everyone um, and a lot of people benefit more from learning face-to-face. -face. 
which is definitely a con. Um, but and number two is the lack of physical social interactions. I personally like to go to school because I get to see all my friends. Uh, but this is still possible virtually again on microsoft teams where you can video call our friends and three is extracurriculars so obviously i showed you one of my extracurriculars uh music i was able to do it online but um i have a lot of other extracurriculars such as um orchestra or choir which i'm not able to do online um because we just don't have the organization for that yet and other things such as for because i'm in environmental captain we have a lot of environmental initiatives that are a lot of hands-on activities uh, such as gardening in our junior school with the kids which is not possible especially with the social distancing but then it's helped me to create more creative ways to deal with this for example i created a new newsletter which is an environmental newsletter and i learned how to code a little bit and make uh, make a blog for our school that our school can access uh, so things like that so does anyone have any questions thank you very much claudia uh, it's really good that uh, at least for my perspective i think uh, you are doing like uh, listening to what you uh, what you're doing like uh, i think you are uh, also being able to uh, share with us your experience that's one uh, one good thing that you can do so we have a couple of questions here uh, there's a question from uh adin nofarisa so what time do you start school or do you what time does your school end so maybe you can uh, share like uh, some of the people here uh, they came a bit late so maybe you could uh, share again like uh, what time do you start what time uh, uh, you know like uh, do you end oh yeah sure so um, I start school at 825 and i finish school usually at 325 but now with online learning i finish school at let's say to 12:50 but i still from 12:50 till uh 3:25 it there's no uh formal learning but you're still expected to study of course okay I guess uh, also like uh, there's a question here. How do you collaborate with your friends online? I think you have answered a little bit. Maybe you can expand more about that. How do I collaborate? Um, so a lot of our work is group work. And to do group work, we let's say go on Microsoft Teams and let's say the group work is to here's an essay topic. Um, write out a response use dot points so we have a chat we make a chat together on microsoft teams and we obviously chat with each other or the second thing is we use this we play pictionary online and we share our screen and you can virtually draw things and have different players on it and you can draw things and your other classmates can guess what it is and the third thing is quizlet which is usually the teacher who accommodates this and your teacher. Um, does everyone know what Quizlet is? Does anyone know what Quizlet is? 
or maybe you want to show us how does the Quizlet work? Like Quizlet. Mm. Okay. So Quizlet. Okay, I'll just explain it. So if you want to search it up yourself, it's Quizlet.com, and basically you can make flashcards. And these flashcards, uh, personally yourself, you make. You can make them yourself. You can also share them with your classmates, who can also add to your flashcards. You can um, learn how. You can test yourself. Uh, you can also play games with it, like matching games or gravity games. But Quizlet Live is what we usually use in class, where you have a login code, uh, which is the exact same for the whole class. You log in. And then, yeah, you basically answer questions and whoever gets the most answers basically wins. So that's how we collaborate in class. Babe. A lot of it is playing games and a lot of it is uh, discussion uh, within our video calls and discussion forums. So there is a question from Eugene here. Uh, it says that, uh, like, what prevents you from collaborating? Is there, uh, you mentioned about the, that, how you collaborate. Is there any uh, problem, like, uh, so far when you are collaborating with your friends? Problems. Yes. Uh, oh, okay, problems. Let me think about my problems. Um, one of them is that sometimes Obviously, it's internet connection. Sometimes our videos are frozen, so it's not synced. Uh, a second problem would sometimes be that a lot of the online things need separate links. And sometimes if they're new things, for example, I was new to Pictionary. I had no idea how to use it. I would probably have to spend about an extra 10 minutes just giving it a go, trying stuff out or having them to call me to share their screen and explain how it works. That's probably some of the problems that um, I get from collaborating. So it's more on the uh, um, technology side than the... Yeah. yeah okay. uh, also, some of the problems that I see in collaborating and discussions is participation. Uh, for example, in classes, the thing with online classes is a lot of students will mute their mic and they will not answer your question like they won't answer the teacher's questions and usually only one or two answer and i mean it gives you some closure as a student you don't have to answer the question because you have control over your mic but sometimes it's hard for student participation but the thing with um, microsoft teams you can actually as a teacher or as the admin you can unmute your students and have them answer your questions if you let's say pick them specifically so what happened if this uh the students did not answer did they get their mark uh, down by the teachers no 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 no, no. learning no you not everything is marked in i guess it's on the student themselves the more you we're told constantly the more you participate in discussions the more you contribute the more you get out of the class so i guess it's the student responsibility but we just get reminded that all the time um there's a, another question here uh when you upload your work can other students be able to see what you uploaded to the system 
up to the system? Well, it depends on the system. Let's say on Connect in Node, the only person that can see what you upload is you and your teacher. So it's very private and it's only you and your teacher. So only you and your teacher can access your marks and only them can see um, how you're going and your progress. But for example, you upload something on the classroom discussion forum. Obviously, that's not public to everyone, but um, public to your teachers. Uh, no, I mean, to your classmates. Okay. Uh, you mentioned before in your uh, earlier present uh, slide, uh, mm -hmm. you have uh, six, right? Like a uh, six periods. Is that right? in uh, online learning yeah, usually yeah, in your class you got a six period of 15 minutes was that right yes usually yeah. yes so mm -hmm. for the first four you have uh, like a like a teacher directed um, with a video call and then after that you have i, I did not remember exactly what it was but you mentioned about the designated study um, oh, yeah. yeah can you please explain about that Sure. So period one till period four, um, just in context, period four is just before lunch. So period one to period four is teacher directed. So you have your subject taught. This is just saying, just putting it out there that this is not normal in the normal physical classroom. This is just online learning. So period one to four is normal subjects and it's whatever subject you have on your timetable. But period five and period six, which goes until the end of the day is it can have three options. One is um, one is designated study. So which means let's say in quotation marks study means you can do anything you want. But as a student, you have responsibility to complete the tasks, but you can, for example, let's say, okay, you think you need to exercise, go out for a walk. Yeah, you're free to do that. Go for a walk. Um, your attendance doesn't need to be taken. And then uh, the second thing it can be used as well, period five and six, is to ask your teacher questions. Your teachers are online and you have access to them till the end of the day. So you can chat them on Microsoft Teams or email them. So that's basically what period five and six is for, if not just normal, continuous personal study okay uh there are more questions coming right now so uh there's a question like uh, you have the video call which is called the uh, synchronous uh you know like uh, you have got a direct uh, uh interaction it's called synchronous and then you also have the asynchronous where you actually read the discussion forum and answering other people but it does not necessarily happen at the same time so uh, for in your opinion, which one is more effective for you? Personally, um, I like both. I like an even combination of both. I like how we, during our class time, we have face-to-face -face interactions through video call with our teachers and our students. But I also like how um, the offline things that we don't do on video call actually is in relation to what we talked about in the video. So it goes hand in hand. Uh, they both help each other and they both. Um, uh, so 
yeah, so I like both of them. Basically, that's essentially what I'm saying. Uh, how can the school, like uh, online learning, like uh, keep you from uh, distraction? And what is the the biggest distraction for you? The the biggest distraction for me is usually for classes at the beginning of the day, the first period. Sometimes I stay up way too late and I wake up way too late. <laughs> so sometimes I'm very close to missing my first period, but I haven't. I've never done that. That may be one. Or a distraction would be... Um, classes usually before lunch so period four but i don't get distracted easily because i know i have to sign in every single lesson so maybe that's one of the things that keeps me accountable for being there and being online during my lessons is having to sign in um but i don't usually get distracted because i know I have too much things to do i just need to get it done when you do a test, like uh, how can the school prevent students from collaborating with other students? So like uh, in, in other way, it's kind of cheating, right? You did, if I'm wrong, like a uh, please say. <laughs> Is that uh, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, try to answer that. Yeah, okay, I will try and answer that. So uh, how do you prevent cheating? Okay, so a little bit of it is honesty, <laughs> student honesty. and But also there are things in place, let's say they try their best to um, make sure you don't cheat. For example, there's a start time and there's a end time and there's a time, uh, time slot that you have to submit your assessment by. So let's say exam finishes at 12.30 your test has to be uploaded to sector by 12.35. If you don't upload it by uh, 12.35, you get a zero. So that is the one that stops you from cheating by using too much time, by spending, too m um, by spending more time on your test than you should. And if you have technical difficulties between 12.30 and 12.35 in uploading it online, let's say on sector, um you email the teacher straight away but you must do in that within that five minutes the other thing to stop you from cheating is your online test which you do during this online learning has to be comparable to your results in the year before so what your teacher does let's say um you're usually let's say you're usually like a 50 percent 60 percent student but then online test, you get 90% or 95%. I mean, like the, it's either the student could have improved very much, but it also, or um, two, they cheated. So they take into account how well you've done before or how bad you've done before. And they also take into account what you are as a person, because obviously the teachers that I have, for example, have known me for two years and but other than that, student honesty is also one of those important things to make sure that you don't cheat. Good. And um, yeah, then uh, there's another question here uh, from Basir Janul. Uh, so um, you put constant feedback as one of positive things on online learning. Can you explain how feedback is obtained from online class compared to conventional class? Yes. Um, 
in online class. Oh, so in a physical classroom, we obviously get feedback in person, which is usually directly. But also sometimes a lot of the feedback in physical class, we have to email and we only get feedback, let's say on a practice paper, usually within four day, uh, not four days, sorry, that's too much. Three days or two days, because obviously the teacher's busy, they have to go through everyone. Feedback usually get into in the time span of two days. And sometimes that is too long. Uh, online learning, you get it directly because one, you can ask them in the video call. But two, if you have, let's say, questions during the video call, but you don't want to interrupt the class, you can press the chat button and your teacher can see that and they can reply straight away in the video call in like physically talking to you and telling you the answer. And another and the constant feedback is also we're submitting more things. We're getting more things done and more assignments done online and we upload them to connect and we get them almost at the end of the day because during those two periods while students period five and six have study those teachers go through your thing on connect and they use those two periods uh two 50 minute slots to give you the feedback by the end of the day yeah well, thank you so much for your presentation, Claudia. Uh, I hope everybody's uh, question has been answered well. So uh, again, um, just want to thank you very much for everybody to come today. And uh, one thing that um, I learned myself from her presentation today, uh, as a teacher, we need to be clear. That's, I think it's number one. We need to be clear in a way we communicate with the students, what we expect from the students, and uh, uh, we have to prepare everything in advance and uh, give time to try out before. So uh, there are so many kinds of technology, but then we have, at the end of the day, we have to uh, choose and uh, we have to try which one will work for our circumstances. Okay, thank you everyone. Thank you so much, Claudia. Bye.